What it do, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Zussie Triple Deucey, and I'm back with y'all here on this Monday. Beginning of the week, fall has actually made its presence, and it's actually pretty nipply outside. The sun is out, but it's pretty chill out there. Like, you can break out the hoodies, and it's safe to say you can probably go ahead and break them out and keep them out until April of May of next year. But... <laughs> <laughs> comes with fall, comes with football. And I told y'all yesterday what we talking about today. We talking about them Joklahoma Sooners. We talking about them LSU Tigers. And you must definitely believe we are talking about them hot Atlanta Falcons. Ain't nothing hot about them. Only thing they got hot going on is how they're blowing 16 and 20 point leads and still losing football games. So we're going to jump right into it. But first, we're going to talk about the Atlanta Falcons. All right. Week two, you went to Dallas, right? Went to go play Weedem Boys, the Dallas Cowboys, and you get up 20 to nothing in the first quarter. Ezekiel Elliott then fumbled the ball three times uh, within 11 carries. Dallas as a whole fumbled four times within 11 plays. Three of them, Atlanta recovers. You only managed to get 20 points out of it, but hey, everything's clicking for you. Defense is clicking. Your offense is clicking. I turned the channel, and I turned back, and somehow Dallas done, 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 done came back. Right? Dallas then came back. And then the onside kick. This is the part that kills me. The part that fucking kills me was that onside kick. Like, if anybody knows football, if you're on the receiving team and they kick the ball onside, you can touch the ball at any time you want to. It's the kicking team has to let it travel 10 yards before they can touch it. No. Dallas kicked it, and I mean that ball spun and spun and rolled and rolled and rolled. Atlanta Falcons literally had two or three players that could have jumped on the ball, ended the game right there. They watched the ball travel 10 yards. Dallas hopped on it, drove down the field, scored again. Ball game over. Dallas Cowboys beat the Atlanta Falcons after trailing 20 to nothing and have a having an abysmal start. Right? And then, yesterday, <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons go up. 16 points. They're leading by 16 in the fourth quarter. The Bears ended up benching their quarterback, uh, uh, Trubisky, or Trubisky, whatever, whatever his name is, and puts in the legendary backup Nick Foles, which I've come to terms with Nick Foles not necessarily being a starting quarterback anymore. When he had a starting job, he's not really quite what we expect. But when he's a backup, the dude is a fucking monster on the field. But we're not talking about him. We're talking about these hot Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> You're up 16 in the fourth quarter and you still lose the game. You guys, in your history of blowing football games, is mind-blowing. It, it's, it's, it's very surprising and alarming Somebody needs to scrap the whole damn franchise. Owner too. Just scrap the whole damn team. Cause that's that's it's bullshit is what is what it is. 
uh, you Atlanta Falcons fans, look, what the NFL is doing, they're giving out free coupons to uh, just for this season now to uh, hop on a bandwagon uh, for the rest of this season. You get one free pass to hop on any bandwagon you want this season. All right? Now, you don't hop on, you don't leave because the NFL says, man, we'll let you do it because these Falcons are horrible. Like, ain't nobody even laughing at the Dallas Cowboys anymore. They lost yesterday. Nobody's laughing at them. They're one and two. Nobody's laughing at them. Everybody's laughing at the Atlanta Falcons. Something needs to happen in Atlanta. I'm talking scrap the whole team. You're 0-3 right now. It looks like you're in a case for tanking so you can get Trevor Lawrence, uh, the number one overall pick, and finally get Matt Ryan's ass up out of there. Because something needs to happen. And people are blaming it all on Matt Ryan. No, Matt Ryan, no, 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 no. Granted, you know what I'm saying, he could be doing some things differently. You got to talk to that defense, too, because that defense is letting people score. Matt ain't playing defense. Matt just slinging the ball and throwing interceptions. (laughs) Hey, so shout out to you Atlanta Falcons fans. It's going to be a long, long, rough season for y'all. But now... Let's cause gear it on back. <laughs> Let's come on back to college football, baby. <laughs> and we're going to talk about LSU first. Defending college football champion LSU Tigers. I'm talking about the LSU Tigers of last season was setting records all over the place. Won a Heisman Trophy and Joe Burrow. Smacked on Clemson in the national championship. Went 15-0 last season. And then everybody left. (laughs) And LSU fans are literally still, well, I don't know how y'all thinking now. But before before Saturday, LSU fans, you know, yeah, we're going to go back to the ship. We're going back to the playoff. We're going to smack on everybody. Ain't nobody going to be able to see us. Knowing good and well, their whole team has changed. The whole damn team changed. But people still, yeah, we got this. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Yeah, fuck the SEC. Fuck Clemson. Suck that tiger dick. Y'all was sucking your own goddamn dick Saturday. (laughs) Yo, like y'all let a quarterback come in, a transfer from the Pac-12, come into your house throw for over 600 yards on your field and dust your ass off at home. You was at home, your first game from your national championship run, and y'all got blasted. Y'all got skinned up and down the field. Now, the score only says 10 a 10-point 10 loss, like 37 to 47 or something like that. The game was much more blown wide open than the point score system says. The quarterback was able to, the the, the quarterback from Mississippi State, he was able to do what the hell he wanted to when he wanted to. The running back was able to do what he wanted to when he wanted to. The Mississippi State defense was terrorizing that quarterback. The quarterback's not Joe Burrow. The quarterback out there was looking lost in the damn sauce. 
The receivers were looking lost in the damn sauce. The running back was looking lost in the damn sauce. That secondary, that linebacking core, that de- the whole de- hell, the goddamn coaching staff was looking lost in the sauce. LSU, and you say you go back to the playoff and y'all can't even beat Mississippi State? <laughs> hey, it's going to be a long season. Oh, and don't forget, Nick Saban and Alabama still got to come to your house after what y'all did to them last season in their house. Trust me, Nick Saban is chomping at the bit right now. You think you think that loss this past Saturday was bad? Wait till Alabama get their hands on you. Wait till Florida get their hands on you. Wait till... I would say Georgia, but the way y'all were set up Saturday, I don't know. I mean, y'all still won and you won big, but I wasn't impressed. When Auburn gets their hands on you and Bo Nix, <laughs> look, I'm counting y'all to have at least three losses this season. Y'all might fuck around and have four or five and have a 500 season, but LSU had one good run. So, shout out to the LSU football team from last season. You had one good year. You had one good run. And I've been telling y'all asses ever since y'all won the national championship. Y'all won't be back for a long motherfucking time. That is the story of LSU football. You have one great team. All of them leave. Your coaching staff left too. Everybody's gone. Y'all ain't playing in no playoff this year. Y'all are not going to no playoff this year. You more than likely won't even be in talks for the SEC title game this year. It ain't happening. You had one good season. You're one and done. You, you Look, ain't no reason why. Look, look, look. I'm all about redemption, right? I'm all about getting me a rematch. When Clemson lost to Alabama the first national championship, what happened next year? Clemson came back. You met Alabama there. Beat Alabama. Alabama wasn't happy with that. They came back the next year and beat us in the uh, Sugar Bowl in, in, in the semifinal. Clemson wasn't happy with that. So they went back next year and they didn't the that championship one more damn time. And Trevor Lawrence shred that ass to pieces. Now, Alabama was supposed to hold up their end of the deal. And LSU went ahead and took that spot. And then LSU did some disrespectful shit. They disrespected Clemson, whooped Clemson's ass up and down the damn field. Something about that Sugar Bowl, Clemson just does not like. I don't know. Something about New Orleans, Clemson just ain't really, I don't don't know. But guess what? (laughs) Ain't no Sugar Bowl for a long time for you LSU, (laughs) B. Y'all are going to suck this season, and I told y'all that. But Zeus don't know nothing. Zeus don't know his football. Zeus don't know what the fuck he talking about. Well, that lost Saturday is only the beginning of what you guys have to look forward to this season. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is Time for a quick interjection real quick. Shout out to Israel Adesanya. Whooping that dude's ass at UFC uh, Saturday night and retaining the middleweight championship. The the, the dude disrespected his opponent. Was it Costa or something like that? Adesanya disrespected his opponent the whole goddamn week leading up. He he slapped the man in the face with a a karate belt at the weigh-in. 
whooped the man's ass, and then disrespected the man's corner. <laughs> Look, Ezra Adesanya is a disrespectful cat, man. But you know what? He earned it. He deserved it. You know what I'm saying? Don't come in there and talk. If you look, if you can't back it up, don't talk the shit. Don't try to be disrespectful if you know you finna get your ass whooped. The dude was talking trash to Israel the whole time. Israel said, fuck this. I'm gonna talk my trash too. And I'm gonna back it up. And he did just that and kept on disrespecting. So shout out to Israel Adesanya uh, for retaining his middleweight championship belt. Uh, at UFC on Saturday, things like UFC 254 or something like that. I, I don't know what number it is. I don't keep up anymore. It's so many of them. Somewhere in the 200s and 50s somewhere or something like that. Um, and shout out. Big shout out. Big, 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 big shout out <laughs> to the Kansas State football team. <laughs> We're going to talk about this. <laughs> Boomer. <laughs> oh, my God. This is why I can't be talking shit about sports teams because I'm sitting here talking shit and fuck around Clemson going to lose to somebody stupid. Nah, no, we ain't. Nah, we, we, we don't do that here. <laughs> Yo, Oklahoma, what happened, man? Y'all, y'all, y'all talk, your fans, y'all talking like y'all the best team since sliced bread. Y'all talking like y'all going back to the playoffs to get embarrassed again. Y'all talking like y'all was going to win a national championship. Y'all talking like y'all was getting a Heisman. Y'all played some Division 10 school uh, in Missouri State and beat them down. And, and you played Kansas State. <laughs> and you lost at home. Y'all couldn't even lose to a ranked team at home. You lost to a Kansas State team that lost to an Arkansas State team. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. All I'm saying is Trevor Lawrence would never. <laughs> Dabo Sweeney would never. <laughs> Clemson football would never. Oh, my goodness. And, and, and it's funny about it because last year, uh, Clemson went to North Carolina and almost lost to the Tar Heels in Chapel Hill. But Clemson still fucking around and won. Oklahoma, y'all lost Saturday. <laughs> uh, y'all lost at 38 to 35. Once again, another epic meltdown by another football team. What is up with these epic meltdowns? Oklahoma was up uh, 35 to 14 halfway through the third damn quarter. 35 to 14. That's three TDs. Halfway through the third. And somehow, Kansas State... Stormed all the way back. Like, we already knew Oklahoma's defense was suspect. 
Oklahoma's defense Saturday was playing really good up to that point. And Oklahoma bullied and bullied and bullied. And somewhere, Kansas State figured out the formula and started whooping that ass. Uh, what? Somebody explain how. How do you get up by 21 at home to an unranked team and you lose? I mean, just how? And, you know, you can't put it all on the defense either. Granted, that defense needs a lot of tune, a lot of tuning up. I'm talking by epic proportions. Because that defense has been epically bad for the last few years. As the offense, you're able to drive down the field and score. And out of nowhere, you can't score anymore. Your offense isn't moving the ball anymore. You're stalling out. So the offense gets the blame on this too because you're putting up points up to 35 and then you stop. You got the, what y'all call the quote-unquote next Heisman Trophy winner. And it's not like y'all saying he's going to be the next Heisman Trophy winner at OU. Y'all made it sound like he's going to be the next one for this season. Mr. Spencer Rattler. Now, before I really dig into this, Something about OU fans that we've got to understand. You talk bad about OU football or you talk down on OU football players. The fans will always come to the rescue aid and they'll always come with the, well, did you play college football? Did you play in the NFL? No, not at all. Did you win a national championship? Did you play D1? No, not at all. But they will come and trash talk anybody else. Your team sucks. Those players suck. Uh, motherfucker, did you play college football? Did you play in the NFL? No, you didn't. Shut the fuck up and let us have our fun. Oh, you fans are a different breed. Y'all will talk all the most ignorant shit in the world and then get your ass handed to you. Now you're ready to commit suicide. <laughs> and what makes it worse, OU lost Saturday, then the Dallas Cowboys fuck around and lost on Sunday. Which, I'm going to give the Dallas Cowboys a little bit of sugar on that. I mean, you went up to Seattle. I picked you guys, I picked the Cowboys to get blown out the stadium. Dallas hung around and fought. Dallas stuck around. Dallas played a tight game. Dallas fought. Came up short. But hey, shouts to the Dallas Cowboys. I still don't like y'all. Still don't care about y'all. But y'all, y'all earned my fighter's respect yesterday. Okay? But back to the Spencer Rattler kid. A uh, five-star recruit out of Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, he was a red, He's a redshirt freshman now. He got redshirted last season because he played behind uh, Jalen Hurts. And even with the redshirt, he still got some snaps, right? So to begin this season, well, end of last season, to begin this season, everybody, oh, Spencer Rattler, oh, the five-star quarterback, oh, the greatest quarterback to come at OU. He's the best quarterback in the country. He's better than Trevor Lawrence. He's better than Justin Fields, better than Tua Tungo Valoa, better than all these other quarterbacks college has got. Whoop-de-whoop-de-rah-rah-rah-rah-rah. He can do this. He can do that. 
I wasn't very impressed with his Missouri State game performance. I mean, it was good. I wasn't impressed. Especially with the way people were talking. Coming to Kansas State, yeah, he threw, he, he, he threw for, for a few hundred yards. He threw four TDs. He also threw three interceptions. And he threw the final pick that ended the game. So, y'all are still telling me that this guy is great. This guy is going to do great. This guy, you know, this is not blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying it. Better than Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence would never. Trevor's only lost one game his whole career. And that was last season's national championship game. He's won everything else. Spencer Rattler, you guys before the game were saying, yeah, whoop-de-woo, he's ready for this, he can do this, he can do that. You know, he's the next coming of God. Now that Spencer Rattler done got his ass handed to him, oh, he's not ready for the big stage yet. He's not ready for the spotlight yet. He's too young. Where was all that energy last week when y'all was beating on Division 10 schools? Uh, Juke, when y'all was beating on JUCOs. But now he loses. He wasn't ready. You know, the stage is too bright for him. He's only a freshman. Motherfucker, kill me with that bullshit. Trevor Lawrence came in blazing ass. Granted, granted, he didn't get the starting job till I think it was like week five against Syracuse. You know, he was he was getting some snaps because Kelly Bryant was still the starting quarterback at the time at Clemson. Kelly would go up. He would put up two possessions. Then Trevor put up two possessions. Granted, <laughs> Trevor's first two or three throws were long 80-yard touchdown bombs. And we was all like, oh, shit. This boy can, this boy can throw a football. And then he started running. Oh, shit. This boy can throw and run. Well, I be damned, sunshine. Texas A&M came around. Trevor struggled just a little bit. But the game got real tight, real, you know, real tight late. So what did Dabo do? He put he pulled Trevor to the side like, hey, sit this one out. We, we want this win. We're going to let the veteran get it here and veteran it out. Put Kelly Bryant in. Kelly Bryant showed his veteran, you know, his veteran prowess, you know, and still coaching up Trevor Lawrence. Like, hey, you're still young. Let me coach you up real quick. Let me show you how it's done. And then comes Syracuse. Trevor Lawrence is the starting QB. Granted, he got knocked out that game, and Chase Bryce had to come in and finish the game for us and win. But ever since then, Trevor Lawrence was on a tear. Bright light and big stage. He ran through the ACC championship his freshman year. Bright lights and big stage. He ran through Notre Dame 30-3 in the college football playoff semifinal down in Dallas, Texas. I was at the game. Bright lights and big stage. He trashed Alabama in the national championship. Mind you, this is all his freshman year as the starter. All right, so you want to take it back to, you know, well, he's a redshirt freshman. Okay. Jameis Winston, ladies and gentlemen. He was a redshirt freshman. Do y'all not remember what the fuck he was doing? He did his whole freshman year. 
the lights were too big and the stage was too big. If anybody remembers, there was a game in October that year, Clemson versus FSU, number three versus number five. Clemson was ranked number three. Florida State went into Clemson on primetime and destroyed Clemson on their home field. The absolute game of the week. The, the, the lights were too bright and the stage was too big. Jameis, well, he's young. Jameis was, was a redshirt freshman too. Went on to win the Heisman. Went on to win the national championship. Oh, well, that's just one time. Okay, let's talk about what happened next season. Johnny Manziel. Another redshirt freshman. He went into Alabama and got a dub. The, the, the stage is too big. The lights are too bright. But he's also a redshirt freshman too. Now, Johnny didn't quite make it to, to the BCS or the college football playoff that year. But Johnny Football won the Johnny Football Heisman. He won the Heisman Trophy. Now, the next few years, you know, you know, he was he was around. But still, you guys are trying to make up all these excuses for this kid. He's too young. He He's not ready. You're right. He ain't ready. He, he sure ain't ready. Now, the season's still young. The season's still early. There's a lot more that can happen the rest of this season. But I'm not convinced on this kid. And apparently a lot of you all are not convinced on this kid either. Y'all are Fairweather fans. Because like I said just a couple weeks ago, Spencer Rattler, Spencer Rattler, Spencer Rattler. Suck his dick, suck his dick, suck his dick. Now it's, I don't know, he's just young. Keep that same motherfucking energy. Keep that same energy. Because... Every time he has a bad game and OU loses again, I'm going to be right here giving y'all all the smoke. <laughs> and look, I'm going to bet you Texas fuck around and beat Oklahoma this year. Oklahoma State, but no, no, no. I've, I've watched Oklahoma State play this season. It's not pretty. I mean, Oklahoma State might get lucky, but Texas, the way Sam Ellinger and Texas is playing right now, Oh, you just might fuck around and get trashed at the Red River rivalry shootout showdown, whatever it's even called anymore. Look, oh, you fans, I know it had to hurt, but for everybody else in America, (laughs) pure gold. So it was a fun field of weekend of football. Oklahoma lost. LSU lost. Atlanta Falcons blowing leads and shit. Miami, the Hurricanes, they, I'm not sure if they're really this good or if Florida State's just that damn bad. Jesus Christ. I mean, don't nothing to take away from Miami. They are looking impressive. They got De'Eric King, a good quarterback transfer out of uh, Houston. The kid is talented. Miami's playing good football, but the way the score indicated, like I said, I'm not sure if Miami is really that damn good or Florida State is just that damn bad. But I guess we're going to find out in a couple weeks when Miami comes to Clemson uh, primetime 
And I'm pretty sure College Game Day will be there too. But we'll get to that when we get there. We got to handle business this week against Virginia. Make sure we don't fuck that up because I don't need y'all on my Facebook and in my inbox talking shit. Because that's the only reason why y'all don't like Clemson. Y'all don't like Clemson because of me. And, and I'm okay with that. I am totally okay with that. But that's all I got for y'all today. I love y'all. I thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. Go ahead and like it. Share it. Love it. Especially for all you that love watching OU and LSU lose this weekend. Go ahead and follow and subscribe. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Hey, we're going to try to keep this thing live, baby. Zeusy Triple Deucey out.